everybody and welcome to Declaring, a podcast about organizing and declaring your life. And hello, Shalina, to episode 106. Hi, Sharak. How are you? I'm good. Uh, you know, we're still, I still keep finding myself in these uh, situations where I'm observing these changes about the way we're living our lives currently. Yeah. So, um, you know, something as simple as <laughs> what used to be simple, go to the door, pick up a delivery is now a process. Yes. Picking up a delivery, sanitize, open, unpack, sanitize, sanitize yeah. different things inside it if very necessary. It's uh, bad, isn't it? And like you have to hold, like when they give you, either they give the bag to you, like when I get delivery of food, yeah. you have to take it out of the bag or take it from a different place and then sanitize everything in your hand, yeah. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> it's mostly like the hand sanitization, but what now I have, like I have... I have a you know a bottle of sanitizer like right by the door. Mm. Uh, it's also when because when I was stepping out, like I wanted to come back and be able to do that. Uh, but uh, but yeah, it's just so as soon as I get something, I sanitize right away because of any kind of contact. And then uh, if it's food, for example, move it to the kitchen, take out yeah. bags, dump the bags, and then sanitize again because I'm like okay, and then you know open up yeah, the packing. Yeah, the amount of time to wash your hands and stuff. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, it's probably not a bad habit, but uh, to 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 develop. But it's just really interesting how much of behavioral changes we've had to make, uh, just to kind of be on the cautious side of things. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, th- these are all important things to do. But uh, but yeah, it's 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 funny. It's not you know. It's a, to me, this whole thing is not just a disruption in in our day to day life, which is true. I mean, we're not getting to move around and whatever. But it's also like so many other little things. I mean, you know, moved most of my shopping online, like, it's just massive shifts in what we're doing. Yeah, it is. it's true. It's very true. But yeah, so, but anyway, but soon as Eid, so this month will be over as well. It's been a tiring month as well. I know, fasting. I mean, you know, we're coming up to, I think, we're two and a half months of, of, of the situation, right? Because we started in somewhere in mid-March. Yeah. Uh, so that itself is, uh, I think, also quite telling, like, time has really, really passed, uh, you know, not not flown, but it's there's some days when you wake up and you wonder what day it is, and the other days when you wake up, you be like, wait, it's May. Like, what yeah. happened? What yeah. happened to April? So, uh, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah. right. We're talking yeah. about people being at home. Yeah, and talking about like writing things down on paper. Yes. So I, <laughs> what a good segue. Yeah. Thank you. That was terrible. That was terrible. That, that that really was bad. Um. So yeah, today I was going to talk about paper, in general. I think we've talked about paper. Um, in certain, certain context, yeah. yeah. So we we've, we've like, talked about it, for example, just about clearing stuff from your desk, as an example. We talked about yeah. the junk drawer and papers that are getting stuck in there. So so we've done we've done that, and I think we've done one on important documents at some stage as well. Yeah, we've done about important documents as well. So I thought, as people are at home, and you know, a lot of people I hear are going into looking at their paperwork, seeing it lying around, seeing it on their desk as well and saying, okay, I need to get this sorted out. So I wanted to give some helpful tips on how to organize everything um, so that it's easier uh, for you to deal with it moving forward and also to free up some space in your house because nowadays you don't need as much paperwork in your life as it might have been before, you know, because a lot of things can be digital. Um, So I, I, yeah. I thought I'd talk about that today. Yeah, and I think a lot of it is mindset related too, right? Like I think we've grown up in an era where you had to take <laughs> three copies of something to to a place and so you kind of live in this kind of, uh, not fear, but kind of feeling that um, 
I shouldn't let go of this document because maybe someday someone's going to ask me for a physical copy and then I'm going to need to show it to them. Exactly. And here we've always had that issue that you needed to give, you know, your residence visa, copy of your Emirates ID, copy of your passport, your bank statement, uh, your blood type, you know, I mean, okay, I'm exaggerating, <laughs> but you needed to give like so many copies that it got to the point where I'd have a file in my car with just the important documents because I knew, even for silly little things. Yeah, the yeah. for me, the like the passport copy, the visa copy was such a big thing, right? Like anything you try and do, that that would be what you would ask. And so I would just carry extra copies in my car, yeah. just like you said, like just in case. And I'd be like, well, I mean, I have a scan copy. Like, nope, not good enough. You have to give me a physical. Yeah. Go print it, it, it out it, somewhere. And I'm just like, yeah. come on, man. Like, yeah. you know. Even for like getting furniture and stuff like that, you'd have to give your a passport copy. It's like, what do you need it for? I mean, the amount of buildings that have our passport and visa copies. Oh, yeah. Is, you know, I'm sure they haven't decluttered it. Um, so anyway, let's start with the, what to do with the paper. So first of all, let's try stopping what comes in. Um, so if you have um, paper coming in that's junk, like register to have that junk mail removed. Like um, for us, a lot of it is sent um, to uh, our registered post box. So if you do receive anything, you can return it back. Just like do return to sender, give it back to them and say, stop, you know, uh, mailing us. Um, in different countries, say in the UK, you can do it by going to uh, like registering for a mail preference service and also in the US and I'm sure in many other countries. I think here we don't get too much junk, uh, paper junk now, um, just magazines, I think, like mostly really. And from the bank, we get a lot of. Yeah, you get some stuff in the post from every now and then, but even most yeah. of the banks have shifted to, or at least they, they've, they've made it optional, which I think is really interesting. Like, you know, they make it optional to say, hey, if you want to request your statement, like, yeah. <laughs> electronically, uh, you know, do it this way. And I'm like, no, just just make it all electronic and then yeah, let the, people request yeah. the paper if they need to. But, but they give but, you even, like, information stuff as well by paper. And it's like, you could just send an email. You don't need to send that to waste the money printing so you know do that and and you've talked about bills so the other thing is yeah go paperless with your bills there is the option you can do it online um you know with us it you have to opt in rather than you know it's a given now uh in many other countries now it's automatically happened that you have to uh that you get it um online unless you say specifically you want the paper copy um and then make and make sure when you do get the email that you've registered that email address so that it doesn't go into your junk mail or it just doesn't come in. Because if you want to receive your statements, you have to make sure it comes into your inbox. But put it into a folder specifically for bills um, so that, you know, um, that can all go into that folder and you don't have to have it in your inbox. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to jump in quickly also just to remind people, though, that they, there's also like we had be like uh, systematic about doing this and have a good process. So we've talked about email and email clutter yeah. and everything else. And again, this is a, you know, you you kind of just doing a dump of saying everything here, dump it in my email can also become a bit of a yeah. problem later on. So you have to be a little careful there to see, like, you know, pick what's important, what's necessary. And I mean, start, you know, start, honestly start dumping the rest, right? Like yeah. everything does not need to be converted to an email subscription. And with some of them, like uh, with Dewa, with our Dubai electricity and water bills, you know, you could, can receive the bill. Uh, actually, the bill doesn't come. We just get an email saying the bills are ready and you go see it online on the portal. So with a lot of them, even for my bank statements, I don't have to get them sent to me. They just are on the portal and you just register and you can view it from the portal there. 
So if, if you have them coming to you by email, just delete it because you can see it online on your online banking. Um, so that saves you a lot of email space as well. So do that. Um, but it's good to get notified that you've received the email or to see the statement, at least see the statement once, even if you know, you're know you not too bothered about what's in it. Um, so that's the, the first thing to do. So that's like, you know, minimize what's coming in. The next thing is to sort out what does come in. So, you know, have an inbox for each person in the house in a specific area, whether that's a counter on your kitchen, on uh, a little, you know, your uh, hallway table, or in the office, have one box for everybody. So for yourself, for the children, especially for their schoolwork, um, so that that's visible for you to see, because you know, they've always got things that you have to sign off on. Um, so have that there so you can deal with it straight away. And then obviously use the my acronym that I love using, which is FAT. Uh, FAT. So either when you get that piece of paper, file it, act on it, and then you can either toss it or toss it straight away anyway if it's not relevant so that you get it out of that filing tray or out of that inbox as soon as possible. Um, and if you do toss it, put it in the recycling as well if possible. But if it has your name and details, put that in for shredding. So, you know, you want to protect your data as well. Um, it's always worth having a shredder. Um, a small shredder in your house. Uh, for me, what I do, I, you know, I have a relationship with Treadit. So I have a bag that I have um, somewhere safe. I fill it up and every quarter I go to them and get it shredded. So you can do that. There's, there's a few shredding companies that will do the same, um, you know, uh, um, service that you can fill up the bag and then send it to them and they'll shred it for you if you don't have a shredder. So I've done that. So it just reduces the clutter in my house. Yeah, I mean, in my case, I don't have a shredder, so what I what I land up doing generally is I, I'll always strip out the personal details and then dump what I what I want to dump. So mm. uh, even, like, we get deliveries and stuff, obviously, like, every delivery has my address on it, my number sometimes and things. So I'll just strip that stuff out and keep it separate and then just dump everything else. Yeah. So then what I'm left with is just that, which I can then either pass on to someone or wherever I get a chance to shred later on or dump it just separately so that it's kind of... You know, yeah. I can toss it up. I mean, that's easy to shred, like, even by hand if I have yeah. to. In an event that you don't have the option to, um, or you, you don't want to invest, let's say, in a shredder because you don't have that many documents coming yeah, in. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So that's a good thing to do as well. Um, so for the paperwork that you are keeping, that you are filing, see if you can scan as much as possible so that it's all digitized rather than putting files. Just remember that having files in your house is clutter as well. So if you have too many files in your house, that's just adding to the clutter and taking up valuable space in your house because you have to get a bookshelf um, or use it, you know, put it into cupboards um, when you could be putting other things in there or having an empty space. So um, children's artwork, which we've talked about before, I always recommend that you take photos and then put it onto a digital photo frame so that you don't have to keep the actual um, artwork, especially when they've got glitter and lentils and bits and pieces on them. Um, and the other thing with the writing, you can get them collated all together, say every year or every term, the goods pieces, and then make a book out of it. Um, so that's a good way to have it. And then that can be on the bookshelf. So it's all together in one book. Um, another thing that can be easily scanned is um, the, your invitations to things. So you could easily scan it and then put it into the calendar. 
uh, with all the details for the appointment or if it's anything that you need to take, you know, for the kids, scan that or take a photo of it and then it's in your photo so that you don't have to keep the original. Okay. Um, and obviously, when we talk about scanning and saving stuff digitally, that's a whole other board game of, uh, you know, that's another lot of clutter that we've, I think we've talked about before in another podcast. Um, but, you know, so think about that as well. You don't want to scan too many things because you don't want to add to the digital clutter as well. Um, the next thing to do I want to talk about now is actually dealing with the paper that you do have in your house. So we want to collect all the paper um, and gather everything that you have. So this is a good thing to do. You know, I always say about doing your decluttering while you're watching Netflix or listening to music or listening to a podcast, you know. So this is a good chore to do, you know, spend half an hour or, um, you know, for a few days doing this and that's, it'll be a good way to deal with the paper. So first of all, gather everything together, gather all the paperwork from your house, you know, all the things in files, in inboxes, in drawers, in your drunk drawer, on the floor, by the mat, you know, at the door, everything. Then create a large space. So create, get your dining table and, you know, a chair or your floor. The floor is great, you know, because then you can sit in front of the TV and watch it there or on your coffee table if you've got a big table. But make sure it's a place which can't be disturbed. So, you know, preferably it'd be, you know, maybe your dining table if you're not using it. And then start to go through all the paper, the paperwork. So put it into categories. So have things that are for recycling, um, that are for shredding, things that are categorized into like finances, personal, school, work, um, medical, and put them into all those different categories, bills as well. And um, a, a thing I see a lot is uh, receipts. Um, so electronic receipts and also receipts for jewelry and watches because those you need to keep with you um, for a lifetime or until you get rid of that jewellery as well. So have everything categorised into those piles. Once you've had the categories of those piles uh, categorised, then you can go through each of those piles and then see what else can go. So with the medical um, you know, documents, for a lot of people, they keep all these medical documents when they don't need it. If you've got a chronic illness, yes, you need to keep them and you can do it into date order. But if you've just got like, you know, we go to the doctors when we have the flu and we get a prescription and we keep all those bills for insurance purposes. Once you've uploaded it to the insurance company and they've paid you back, you don't need to keep it, you know, or you've already got the email that shows that you've uploaded the documents, you know, or it's on their portal again. So you don't need to keep those kind of things. And it was a flu. It's it's not something that you need to keep um, for a long time. You know what I mean? So. Those can be shredded because they've got your uh, data on them. Um, then you'll, you also see other things that need to be actioned. So you can take them out and put them in a different pile for getting done. So the out of the file act and toss bit. Um, so anything that needs to be actioned, put that into a tray. And then, you know, when you've got time, you can deal with that maybe a few days later. So you can deal with that then. Um, with the documents that you are keeping, then categorize them um, in, say, a folder or a filing cabinet, put tabs on them, and then make it as easy as possible. So don't have too many subcategories. Make it as general as possible. Of course, for medical, you want one a medical 
tab or section for each person. Same for school um, and for work and maybe for banking. But, you know, don't have, you know, for medical, don't have for each different hospital or clinic because that gets just too complicated. Do it by date order and just have enough, um, it, you know, general categories um, rather than a lot. And then, you know, be realistic about how long it's going to take you to deal with all of this. You know, if it's a big stack of paper, don't think that you have to do this all in one day. Do, as always, like I talk about, a mini declutter. So have the paper on, say, your dining table. Do it for 15, 20 minutes every day, and you'll go through the paperwork um, slowly but surely. But remember, you, it took you how long to accumulate all this paper? You know, I've seen people with piles and piles of paper on, you know, in their cupboards and the desk and everything. They've accumulated that for years. So to think that you can clear that all up in an hour... It's, it's not going to happen unless you know for sure most of it is junk and that or you just don't care anymore and then, you know, just... Yeah, I think, uh, but I think that's the important bit, right? Like, uh, we not only have we collected this stuff for a long time, but then there's always, like, there's a pesky piece of paper somewhere that you do need. Yeah. I mean, and you've kept it because of that reason, right? It's, oh, let me put it in the stack because I need, I don't know, my car insurance paper or something tomorrow yeah. at some stage. Uh, and you've just stacked it somewhere and, and it's not scanned or you don't have a digital copy, let's say. So so it is important to kind of go through them and make sure that we aren't really, um, you know, tossing something that could be could be important exactly. down the road, exactly. right? So, and then and yeah. then we do we do have these things that I'm obviously, as you mentioned, like a lot of the digital stuff has come out in the last couple of years where now they're accepting digital copies, but sometimes you do need uh, an older document. Sometimes you need a bank statement from a couple yeah. of years ago to prove something, whatever it might be. So it's useful to just make sure that you have digital copies of what you're tossing. So yeah, and for some of that, yeah, and for certain items of paperwork as well, you have to bear in mind for tax purposes that you need to keep the documents for longer. So for uh, America, you know, if you're from the USA and for Canada, you need to file returns every year, and there are um, certain uh, documents you have to present every year. So, and you need to keep them then for, say, five to seven years after that. So there's a whole different filing system for them. So you do have to keep all your bills. You have to keep all your receipts, um, whether it's digital or um, in a paper file. But, you know, think about that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Think about that as well. That has to be considered when you're doing your filing. Um, you know, for, the, for us in the UK, I, I mean, I don't have to do it because I don't have to file any tax returns back home. But for others who have properties there and assets there, they do have to do it every year. So, yeah, you know, think of that as well. And if you do need to get uh, an accountant to help you with that, do that as well. Um, but for general things, this is a great way to re reduce all that paper clutter that's been accumulating in your house. Um, and also, you know, uh, do bear in mind um, important documents. And we've done a whole podcast about that before, but bear that in mind as well and you know, when you're going through all these, this paperwork, that there's no important documents uh, in in that pile. As you said, um, a big one that I've found when I've been with clients is a birth certificates uh, and death certificates, which are important. Um, we have found um, insurance documents like um, life insurance, which, you know, you have to keep for a long time as well. Um, car insurance is not so you don't have to keep all that stuff and they send so much stuff when you get car insurance I mean now a lot of the time it's digital but the amount of documents you have which are unnecessary and it's only for a year like once you know 
once you've got the new car insurance, you don't need the old car insurance unless you've had to make a claim. So, you know, um, you know, God forbid you have to make a claim, but most of the time, most people haven't. So they don't need the insurance from the year before. So you can get rid of that. So you can get rid of that. So, yeah, so they're my top tips for dealing with your paperwork and how to reduce it coming in as well. Um, so, yeah, hopefully that will help people. Awesome. So, of course, uh, if, you know, if you do have any specific paper concerns, but just declaring concerns, you can contact <laughs> Shalina um, you know, by reaching out to her on social media. So that's at DeclutterMe. It's D-E-C-L-U-T-T-R-M-E. Um, and then, of course, you can reach her via the website, DeclutterMe.com. You can find all the old episodes and the various episodes we refer to. You'll find some of them in the show notes. Uh, but you can also go to DeclutterMe.com slash podcast to find out more. Um, and yeah, and as always, you know, we'd love to hear from you. So if there are specific things, perhaps in the way you mandle your paper or specific kinds of paper, maybe we didn't talk about today uh, yeah. that you want to talk, that you want to address, um, yeah, give us a shout, let us know and we'll see if we can talk about it. Yeah, that would be great. And also if you have any topics that you would like us to talk about um, in our podcast, just let us know in the comments section and uh, we will find out about them soon. Good. That's right. it from us for this week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.